Hello, it's Danny Howe back for another episode of Tales from Southern Indiana. Um, so going back into history a bit in the um, sort of a Puritan kind of attitude of the community where I grew up um, throughout its history, really, um, thought I would revisit um, a little bit of the rules in high schools about um, dating and other, as they call, boy-girl uh, relationships and um, you know as a as a father of a of a teenage girl you know I know today that I think when my daughter turns 35 and starts dating it's going to be a real challenge but uh, back in the day there was a fair amount of controversy over going steady and petting parties of all things uh, and, and and sort of what was the underlying cause, what was to blame for this type of activity? And the, the parents and adults spent a fair amount of time worrying about it and figuring out potential uh, solutions. Of course, back when I was in high school, if you wanted to attract somebody who, who might be someone you would go steady with, well, the first thing you needed was a car. And uh, my first car was a Chevrolet Corvair, which only went about 45 miles per hour because one of the two carburetors never really worked. And, um, you know, it was more a car that people would want to throw rocks at than uh, be attracted to the driver of. Now, I followed that with an Opal Cadet that was so badly rusted that the passenger side floorboard was just gone. There was just a floor mat covering up an empty hole. So that wasn't all that uh, inducive of um, uh, boy-girl relationships either. But, uh, nevertheless, you also needed, typically in high school, a letter sweater uh, to give to um, the girl to wear. And the only letter sweater I had was from marching band. So that was a nerd sweater again. That's not going to, that wasn't going to help. So I had a lot of sympathy for folks who were struggling with these kind of various rules and whatnot. So going steady, there were a lot of concerns back in the 50s about this being a more prevalent uh, behavior among young people. They actually kept statistics that in 1956, only 16% of teenagers nationally were going steady. But by 1959, this had risen to 33%. So we were headed toward major trouble. And, uh, and you can could, you could understand what, uh, you know, what the cause for alarm was back then. Now, just dialing up to a few years after, well, here's 1960. So here's an article from uh, the county seat on Lawrence County, where I grew up. And um, a particular Catholic high school, not there but not far away, said that they, the principal was saying that, you know, going steady is going out. They're going to get rid of it. Uh, students who go steady are going to be banned from holding school office. You can't be class president if you're going to go study. Taking part in athletics, well, all right, is a tough choice, and, or going to other school activities. And they said that they explained that the teenage habit of dating one girl or boy exclusively often leads to sin. So it's, 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 as, it's as simple as that, you know, so they're going to put a stop to it. The question is how? Uh, and, and so, well, they had some ideas. Uh, they focused a lot on this this sort of historic thing of of petting parties. And uh, so one of the rules from in from my hometown uh, it was talking about how it canteens, which I, I take it were sort of the refreshment stops for dances and school activities, is there's going to be no smoking, swearing, or petting. 
And so they're going to have chaperones. They said the chaperones will have arranged dates. So if the chaperones aren't married or, or going steady themselves, then uh, the, the council on canteens was going to find a date for them, which is interesting in and of itself. So the committee feels that the, the canteen rules have to involve smoking and profanity because that, you know, we've established that was a problem from really starting age eight or so. And, but no petting. And so we wondered a little bit, you know, I was curious about what this whole petting party thing was playing out in terms of a controversy generally. Now, in my hometown, there was a group that was charged with breaking up petting parties, and they were called the Mitchell Horse Thief Detective Association. I, I, don't, I don't know, there's no, there's a disconnect here. I, I don't think there were any horse thieves by the date, even, you know, this is 1923 actually, but I suppose there could have been horse thieves, but apparently there were more petting parties than horse thieves, so the horse thief detectives were otherwise bored and they had branched out. So they were gonna chase down these petting parties and uh, and break them up. Uh, and I, I suppose make everybody go to a school event or something, it's not quite clear, go to a canteen. At any rate, that was one solution. Now. A lot of these petting parties apparently involved um, cars parking in rural areas. Of course, everywhere I lived was a rural area, but farmers didn't like it. And so farmers, and this is my hometown paper again, this is also back in 1924, so the farmers decided that they were going to arm themselves with shotguns and patrol the roads where people tended to park for petting parties, and they were going to shoot the people. Uh, and and mentioned an article about what they're planning to do, and somehow this ran together with another article about someone who was killed by a sliver of glass from his windshield in his car, broken by a tomato thrown by an unknown person, and it pierced an artery, and he bled to death in, it says, 15 minutes. I don't know if this was related to the people who were enforcing the petting party prohibition or not. You know, maybe somebody couldn't put their hands on a shotgun and just brought some tomatoes with them. At any rate, there's a lot of Wild West danger going on here. And so, you know, what, what, so what, what were some of the root problems here I think people were trying to get at? Well, <laughs> one article, this is from 1927, we're moving a little forward in time. The headline says, Mothers are blamed for petting parties. And we're going to, you know, blame mothers for things, for God's sake. Uh, so mothers are to blame because they, they, they indulge their daughters in petting parties. <laughs> this is the, um, there's a teacher at uh, junior high school says, to stop petting parties, mothers must provide pastimes more absorbing. We, we start to wonder what, what the list might consist of. But they, they offer some suggestions. They said, Upholding youth as the most lovable thing in the world, the junior high teacher said, adolescence is a burning question today, and burning be appropriate. This is a mother's and teacher's business is a 24-hour job. Every mother should get out their old records. Even if they're not a, an expert in music, they, they won't go, they, the daughters will stay home to listen to the mother's old records instead of going out for petting parties or going steady or some other sinful activity. And I just, I don't know that they really thought this through all that well. At any rate, this continued to be uh, sort of an issue going forward in time. And to the point when, uh, when we got to the time I was in high school, uh, advertisements were, there's a local jewelry stores, were, <laughs> they were selling what they called going steady rings. This is, 
you know, as Christmas presents. At a first promise, the modern twist uh, on going steady, you give a ring. Uh, not a class ring, which would be the usual thing. This is a ring you would buy with a genuine diamond in it for $12.95 in 1972. Not sure how expensive that was. Or if you wanted the more elaborate design of two hearts joined together, you could pay $14.95. That's a lot for uh, you know students to scrape up back in the day. But so by this time, it seemed like perhaps some of this going steady business had become more accepted. Uh, in local society. but um, And petting parties perhaps became a thing of the past, probably because of the prevalence of people who would shoot you if you were parked on some country road. And, and you know, be wary of flying tomatoes. So there's a, you know, a, 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 the social struggles for young folks uh, moving along. One of the suggestions from one of the officials about going steady was that this should wait until at least the second half of the senior year of high school. Something magical about that point in time where it would be okay to go steady, probably because back in the day, a lot of folks didn't go on to further education and started thinking fairly seriously about marriage. And if you were going to think about marrying at a young age like that, then you might want to think about going steady uh, as a preface to it. Uh, Otherwise, you might have to wait until you were designated a chaperone for one of these school canteens and have the the canteen council find a date for you. That would be another avenue toward um, future uh, romance and matrimony. So a few tips from the the past that may not be of much use to us uh, these days, but worth sharing and giving some careful thought to. And don't throw those old records away because that may be the whole key to getting Uh, your adventurous child to stay home instead of roam out and um, give each other going steady rings and, and goodness knows what else. So as always, we appreciate you listening. And if you have some of your own thoughts on how to control these kinds of out of, uh, you know, sort of out of approved activities uh, with your own children, well, feel free to share them, Uh, you know, leave a message on the podcast. And uh, especially all you folks from all the many countries who've tuned in over the years, be interested to see what some other cultures uh, and eras and whatnot have come up with to address this pressing problem. As always, sure appreciate you listening and come back soon.